Two Proposals, A Homecoming, and A Bear. That's the title of the Connors season 3 finale, episode 20 if you're keeping track. The Connors is, of course, an American sitcom, a continuation of the series Roseanne that also aired on ABC. It was spun off after the very public admonishment of the titular character Roseanne Barr, who is no stranger to controversy. But on today's episode, our real focus is on relaying our thoughts on the Connors as they navigate the conclusion of a pandemic central season. It's Friday, May 21st. Let's begin. Working class families. That seems to be a common denominator in a lot of sitcoms. I confess I've never seen an episode of Roseanne or The Connors. I have seen Malcolm in the Middle, The Middle, Raising Hope, but... I want to compare this to something more recent. How similar was this show to The Upshaws, which you reviewed a few days ago? They're they're nothing alike. I mean, this... The pain of poverty turned into comedy? Not really, I mean... Laugh tracks? Uh, laugh tracks, yeah, but I think that the laugh track here was more intrusive. <laughs> did it? Um, did it? Wait, wait, more intrusive so that it was like it was louder. <laughs> in, in a lot did of it ways. work worse? Uh, yeah, because it, this was one of those laugh tracks where it's like, or one of those shows, I guess I could say, where the dialogue it was like I was counting down the seconds until a character said something funny and the laugh track would pop in. Okay, so it was very cliche. Yes, very much so. Okay, did it concentrate on their income at all, or was it more about their relationships? Not, this not so much on the income. I mean, you did get a couple things, such as like them having to buy rings and talking about how expensive it was, but it was really about their relationships in the season finale. Okay, so the name is Two Proposals, A Homecoming, and A Bear. Yeah. Break that down for me. Okay, well, the two proposals are between um, John Goodman, Dan, who is going to marry uh, Louise, who's played by Katie Seagal. I was really surprised to see those two even in the shows because I had no idea that this was based off of Roseanne and then the wait, second wait, wait 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 I'm sorry you didn't know that the Connors no. was the spinoff of Roseanne no I had no idea okay but you are aware of the Roseanne yes of course yeah and everything yeah you can't have a couple years ago when but Roseanne the... was brought back it only came back for one season on ABC right and then it got canceled it was canceled but immediately picked up for the spinoff series which they were thinking was going to be from the point of view of one of the daughters mm-hmm it ended up being sort of an ensemble thing and sort of Dan is the lead. Well, the second proposal actually is Darlene, who is John uh, Goodman's uh, daughter in this show. And she's going to be marrying Ben, who I assume they've been in a relationship for a long time. That's one of the relationships, the couple, Darlene and Ben. Right. And uh, I think Darlene has... The whole season has been sort of tough. The writers have kind of written the show into less comedy uh it's been a lot of kind of drama yeah no i i want to say that like i was not excited to watch this episode and then the first five minutes hit and i was pleasantly surprised first off like i said i saw john goodman and Katie Seagal, who i didn't know were in the show and it was fun seeing them and then emma it's kenny, just crazy you didn't know john goodman was in the show well yeah and then emma kenny shows up from shameless so which was also a surprise emma kenny plays harris right and then you get jackie who apparently was on jeopardy when aaron Rodgers was hosting yes. and you're like in even the last episode aaron Rodgers made a guest appearance as host right. of jeopardy yeah. and apparently she embarrassed herself yeah she embarrassed herself because i think that she went for 2000 on a question and had 1600 up or so did you get to up. see that clip or you saw and you saw on tv because jackie's continually watching this aaron Rodgers, and then you see her like on jeopardy which was funny as well jackie's um, kind of a, a off-key character she's crazy 
but they've said that she's sort of leaned into the craziness in the latest seasons. Well, yeah, I mean, especially so. She's like the craziest character. You have Neville, who's showing up, who is kind of uh, working with her at the restaurant. But um, what ends up happening is she's such a big is hit. Is the restaurant the lunchbox? Uh, it might be. It's, it's this place where I think... Are they thinking about turning it into yes, a bar? Yes, yes, okay. yeah. And uh, basically, Jackie embarrasses herself, but it's such a big hit on Twitter that... Um, so she, it memes out. Right, that she's thinking to herself, well, if we can even get 1% of the views that we are getting on Twitter, then we can really make this bar, which has been failing, really good, and we can start getting it back up in business again. So, so the, Jackie's not one of the couples, is she? No. Okay, so she's one of the independent like storylines that doesn't have to do with the two proposals. Right, but the bear she's talking about is actually the bears because she comes out with this post on, I think it was Twitter on the internet, where she's wearing a bear's costume because apparently she insulted Aaron Rodgers on the Jeopardy. Yeah. Uh, so that's what they're talking about with the bear. What was the uh, last thing that the episode was called? And a bear? Yeah, I thought that's what you were referring to. <laughs> well, no, homecoming. Uh, that's because no, okay, Gina, the homecoming's the middle part, right? Yeah, yeah. Gina, uh, who apparently I think was a character that was in Afghanistan. Um, her daughter Mary has been living with the Connors. I assume this whole season. Gina if is not a returning longer. is a returning right. character. She's been in the first two seasons as a regular, and then I think she was just a guest role in this one. Right? Yeah, yeah. People were very happy to see her return. Yeah, I mean, she was a cool character. She came back from Afghanistan, and um, she was going to finally with her husband. What uh, was she bring doing in Afghanistan? Is she a, she's yeah she's a fighter she's, she's a, in the she's, army yeah she's how old is army. her daughter her daughter was like i'd say around 13 or so okay teenager so yeah i think that the father and the daughter were living at the connor's house she came back and um basically their storyline ends with uh gina saying she's going to retire and really spend time with her family now so so you're just giving me a load of plot right now like from every single character's right. point of view what was the connecting like point of this episode well it really is uh, focused on the proposals um and that's what i was kind of enjoying about because they were getting things done in the opening intro even john goodman has a funny line where harris who apparently i think that's emma kenny's name she, she's a tattoo artist <laughs> yeah and and um he john goodman wants to get louise who's the name of the person he's gonna marry on his leg and then uh everyone in the family is starting to be like well what if she says no and then he's like okay well you can guess start uh start with lou and then if she says no i'll turn it into ferrigno do um, any of the family members have a problem with him getting married so quickly after his wife died in the show you know you think that they would well but this it didn't could seem be a like kevin it. can wait scenario yeah no it didn't really seem like it um, and it, that was a little odd to me, considering the fact that I did see that was like from it took place in the same world as Roseanne. But I was willing to let well, slide. not the full world of Roseanne. So you know how Roseanne came back after twenty some years, right? You know the reason why it was originally like canceled to begin with? No, I don't. Like originally when the show came out in the eighties, this was a show that garnered like forty million viewers. Yeah, I knew it was really successful, and so it was the reboot uh, for the pilot. It wasn't just the fact that it was successful; it was the eighties, the nineties, early nineties. TV was just booming. Right. Like there wasn't especially, the internet to draw people's for attention. Sitcoms away. and laugh tracks and stuff yeah. that they're using. But by the I guess last couple seasons they did see a drop and by the ninth season it is infamous for taking a show that was like just a American sitcom, normal comedy, right. like with, with feel good storylines right. and just completely blowing it up that working class model that they were going for like this is sort of a yeah. tough family going dire straits with, with, right, yeah, with poverty decisions and, and stuff yeah. they were i don't know if they were ever in poverty but like okay they win the lottery and then the whole season has these crazy things that happen to them which is like 
Um, Roseanne uh, dreams that she's on the Jerry Springer show and posing for Playboy. Then she, in, in one of the episodes that is also the, probably the most famous bad episode of all time. Okay. 2.7 on IMDb. I'm interested. Uh, she, Roseanne battles a group of terrorists holding her family hostage what? on a train to D.C. And is this still with a laugh? And then in the last <laughs> episode of that season, I, we yeah, find I, out... I've heard about something about this, but I don't know what it is. We find out it, they pull a saying elsewhere, and they just completely right. destroy it. And then she says that her husband actually died. So when it was rebooted, they had to make a joke about some of the stuff that they had deleted from <laughs> season nine that actually didn't. So she was like waking up with her husband in bed and was like, um, I thought you were dead. And he was like, no, I'm always, I was just sleeping. Why do people always think I'm dead? So like, <laughs> I'm sure they had to resolve happened. it that way. I'm sure when that happened, you probably got the audience cheering. I was expecting for that to happen because in season six, I, that's when Chandler was going to uh, propose to Monica. Yeah. Um, and the second that you heard that, you were like, oh, and then the audience cheers for it. Here, people were doing big things, like two proposals that were going to happen, and the audience didn't cheer at all. No. I, the thing I think that makes this uh, sitcom not work is just how predictable after the intro was, which, by the way, reminded me of too many cooks when they're going around the table. It, well, you said that there were the, the proposals pulled this thing together. Right, yeah. It's the, it's the overarching storyline But you're saying this, that something didn't work about that, that it was too predictable. It's not just... Didn't the, one of the proposals fall through? Well, yeah, that, that gets to the end of it. That's Darlene's, where she proposes to Ben, and Ben basically says, I'm sorry, no, and she's Why? like... Because he feels like she is always putting someone else or something else in and front you, of him. Did you, just based on this one episode, fall on either side? Well, I only saw Ben in that one little moment. Again, so I assume that based was, on what you saw, did you have a feeling one way or the other? I mean, not really, no. Because she, because he even says so that... So you didn't cry? No. Some <laughs> people cried. Wait, what, online did they say that? A lot of people cry for a lot of it. There was another episode earlier on, a turning point of this season, where Becky falls off the wagon, and that's supposed to be a big deal, and we actually see her go to rehab, I think, and right, it's yeah, probably yeah, yeah, mentioned yeah. in this episode. It was actually good that I saw this episode, because when Gina returns, they throw a ton of references that must have happened in this season, or maybe even before Okay, then. well, we don't, don't concentrate Becky. on that, because that'll just... People can get mad at us for not having reviewed okay. the rest well, of the yeah. season. So, but, so yeah, uh... Darlene proposes to Ben, and Ben feels like she's always putting someone else first, so he doesn't say that they're going to break up, but he says he needs a little more time just to kind of think things over. Uh, and Darlene originally doesn't tell the family, and when they come back, um, basically John Goodman is doing this bit where you see it off screen, he's proposed to Louise, she says yes, and he comes in and he's sad about it. And then uh, everyone is like, oh, no, she must have said no. And that's when Darlene is like, yeah, it's okay. Ben said no to me as well, which she was keeping a secret. And then Katie Seagal busts in and she's like, did you guys fall for it? Because it turns out that they were actually so it was extra awkward. But that's the problem about the show. Every single scene and a lot of the jokes were really, really predictable. It was predictable when they were going to, when the jokes it's were going to. It's an ABC comedy. Movie. It's the top rated comedy on ABC. I assume that's because a lot of old people like it. And like I said, the first five minutes I was enjoying even the too many cooks intro where they're just... going around the table. <laughs> okay. But, the, but when it got to the point where they were actually expanding on those storylines, a lot of the jokes were just things I had seen before. And I was glad to see that uh, the references they were using weren't like, oh, let's make a TikTok or something like that something really cringy but they still were just really predictable jokes like for example one of them but if you is, fell in love with those characters especially someone like john goodman who you said yourself you were happy to see yeah. because he's become such a like a um a mainstay yeah, I mean, and sort of well, american yeah. 
television throughout yeah. all his years. Like, people just fall in love with the characters. They don't really care too much about no, that's, that's what they not, have to say. As long as they don't do anything really, really stupid. Yeah, no, I can't... Well, here's the thing. Hey, I didn't grow up with uh, Roseanne or the Connors or anything like that, so I'm assuming that people that are watching this are probably giving it more of a break than I am. Like, earlier today, I saw that iCarly was coming back, and I was like, oh, yeah, even though I know that that's probably... Well, say probably it was like How I Met Your Mother, which you watched when it first came out. Right. If that was to come back, and the characters were just to make, like, the corny jokes they were making in the later seasons... Yeah. Wouldn't you still watch it? Probably not, no, because I didn't watch the later seasons. I watched the beginning when it but was good. But if it was coming back, though. If it was coming back, yeah, I'd probably watch the first season. But this is in its third, right? Yeah, it's in its third, but it's and it only has like a five-point-something on IMDb. However, the episodes are rated pretty highly, like in the sevens and eights. And when I look on like different forums, it, it appears that the second half of this season really did step up what it was putting out like the uh, characters were going through drama that was more typical of let's say everybody else well, yeah more realistic. I'll, I'll say that like the storylines in this episode they were feel good like every single character has what seems like a redeeming moment in the episode and um becky for example she's going to start helping out with the restaurant she's finally gotten her job back neville says that he's going to put up money to make this restaurant which again is now famous because of jackie's little stint that she did on jeopardy uh it, it, they're going to get a lot more like flat screen tvs and it's going to feel like an actual bar and uh, again louise says yes to uh john goodman's character and so you you get these storylines but to me it just felt like even though it's only 22 feel minutes conclusive like they thought that they were going to be canceled because they uh, actually have been renewed for a new season. And not only have they been renewed for a new season, was, but they got new contracts. Well, when Ben and Darlene, when they, when they had their thing, it seems like that storyline is meant to be ongoing. So there were some that weren't, uh, there were some that were still tied up, but that were like... It's funny you say the Ben part is ongoing because some people thought that they were trying to write him out, even though he's already been cast for the next season as well. Huh. And that brings me to another point. John Goodman is in... Righteous Gemstones. Emma Kenny mm-hmm. is in Shameless. Right. J.R. Ferguson, who plays Ben, is in Briar Patcher. Was Katie Seagal was in Rebel. Yeah, they she were the all show. doing shows on the side of uh, the Connors as it was being like Emma Kenny even did an interview where she said that she would jump between sets on the same days wow. because they were so close together. <laughs> but on the Connors, they ended up going through a lot more script per day. Like they'd go through three three pages and then they'd also do retakes with those pages right, versus yeah. on shameless where it would only be a page a day and it would be like they'd really concentrate on just doing one take well, or like getting it down on one yeah I, I think whenever you're going to do sitcoms you're going to sitcoms or drama it just yeah. it, it was different but the fact that rebel got canceled which i don't know if you're aware oh, i didn't even know that makes it so that katie seagal is actually going to be in more of the show well yeah i expected her to be i mean she's now married to john goodman so, but she um, wasn't they weren't sure how they were going to do that if rebel had been continued yeah that would same for briar cool. patch i think it's been canceled as well so jr ferguson well so yeah so then if see if that had been picked up it would have made more sense why people thought that ben was out of the show uh but uh, like the show just it didn't i don't think it grabbed me in the way that people are looking at it when they look, feel the nostalgia of it. it's it's faced uh again abc out of the top four networks is always technically in the last place for its highest rated shows Mm -hmm. um it has suffered it used to be 10 million viewers per episode now it's down to around 5 million but again that's successful enough for the show to be giving out raises to its cast however apparently roseanne when it was in the height of its time she was making like 20 million dollars and like she was making oprah money 
And I also wanted to mention that Maya Lynn Robinson, who played um, Gina, yeah, yeah, she was also in her own series, but she was the one character who actually did have to leave the show. She was in The Unicorn, and that also got canceled, and that's why she came back from Afghanistan. Oh, so she she was on the show and then got placed in a bigger position on The Unicorn, left and then came back. Yes. Okay, yeah. That's it in a nutshell. So I want to um, know, did you think that Debbie... Like looked a lot older because I think you stopped watching Shameless yeah, in like no. season six, so it must have been kind of a shift. <laughs> it to was, see yeah, it was, did it you was, recognize her right off the bat? I actually had to look her up. I, I did check if oh. that was her or not, but no, yeah, she okay. looked at way older, and it was weird because again, I, I remember her from season one when she was really small. So also, in the show, did they mention that Louise got COVID this season? Yeah, she Louise says it herself, and that's the first thing that made me go, "Oh, okay, they actually have timely references along with um, masks that you could that they were wearing." Yeah, the front cover of this season literally has them all wearing masks. Right. Yeah. Um, but Louise, they weren't sure if they were going to give anyone COVID, but because the pandemic lasted for so long, they were just like, "Yeah, we have I, to, we have to make it affect them personally I, some way." I was a re- I was surprised when she said it because I was like, "Wow, that's kind of a dark way to go about it." But the reason that they did it was because she wasn't sure if she wanted to get married um but when she got COVID and she was alone and even talked about having a near-death experience she wanted to have someone to be with aka John Goodman yeah well the producers have talked about the fact that in the fourth season because they've set up all these engagements that there's going to be a brighter future weddings this was kind of like the dark season because it I, felt like a dark time in not only the U.S. but also the world. Yeah, I predict that. However, though, the and there was a lot of growth through trauma in this season. Yeah, I, I could kind of tell that. I predict that the weddings though will happen at the end of season four, like it'll be the finale of season four. That's usually how it goes with sitcoms like these. They'll introduce something and then have the payoff be. Um, in the next season finale, almost like the goat with How I Met Your Mother. Do you think it's going to last further than season four? Like that it has the feet to? If it's it's getting uh, the viewership that you're saying, then yeah, I think it could. Um, And I think that it has enough talent where they could definitely make this show better. Um, And I think that- In what way? What would you do to make it better? Would you introduce more people? I'd, I'd introduce more. Would you people. kill people off? I would not kill people off. I wouldn't do the. Would Kevin you turn James it into scenario. a soap opera, like more? No, but intense? I think I think that some of the dramatic parts, if they had just workshopped it a little bit, could have been more effective. But there were no like stunning plot holes, like or or parts where you were like, "How is the character so stupid?" Uh, no, no, nothing like that. Just very predictable, as stated. So overall, you'd give it a. I give it a six because it did it did like kind of go past my expectations, but my expectations weren't too big. So I mean, it, it's an okay thing for me. Last question: uh, John Goodman has played a villain in a couple of movies that you've seen before cloverfield and you know the second cloverfield right, yeah and uh raising arizona <laughs> he's he's he, he has a vast character i think he was a villain also in a film called red state but yeah yeah he can play any type of character he plays a good guy in this right uh yeah yeah i know he plays like the protagonist he's the person that you're supposed to like the most do you think if they turned him into the villain it would like spice things up that'd be like pulling a clay in sons of anarchy no it would make things awful i think <laughs> you don't think people would like to see the character it would be the second they... person turned good from bad that katie seagal has married in a tv show and no it would not turn well 
Ron Perlman? Are you talking yeah, about Yeah, Ron him? Perlman, yeah. Was he good in, in Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, for first? the first three seasons, he was a protagonist, and then they just switched his character, and it would be awful if they did that to John Goodman. I don't think people would want to see that at all. <laughs> well, it would have fit in well with the ninth season of Roseanne, at least. Where he turns into a villain? No, I'm just saying that that would have been fit I mean, with yeah. everything else that was going on. <laughs> would have made season. more sense. Yeah. So maybe they should wait until the ninth season of this to go real crazy. Yeah, yeah. All right. I think we've talked to this show up enough. Um... We'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Uh, Have a great day. Bye. Bye.